Good morning. Welcome to the Tim Price Christian Life and Leadership Podcast. I'm so glad that you're listening today and looking forward to sharing a story and a few thoughts about it. Over the years, I have collected several jokes and stories, which I have published several on the on the blog, timpriceblog.com. And I have to give credit to Mikey's Funnies. Many of these stories have come from him in an email he sends each weekday. And if you're interested in that, you can just look up Mikey's Funnies and subscribe and receive that email and you will probably see and read all the same stories and jokes that I see. But it is fun to share them, and if you're interested, again, you can go to timpriceblog.com slash jokes, and you can read some of those if they're helpful or if you like that kind of stuff. But this wasn't actually a joke. It was more of a story, and I thought it was worthy of sharing on the blog. And it's a story of a guy who said he was waiting in line for a ride at the airport. A cab pulled up, and the first thing that this guy noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine. A smartly dressed in a white shirt and black tie and freshly pressed black pants cab driver jumped out, ran around the car, and opened the door for this guy. He handed him a laminated card, and it said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags, I'd like you to read my mission statement. Take him back. The guy read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement, to get my customers to their destination in the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in a friendly environment. This really blew the guy away, especially since he noticed that the inside of the cab matched the outside spotlessly clean. Well, as the taxi cab driver Wally slid behind the wheel, he said, would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and a thermos of decaf. The guy said, no, I actually prefer soft drinks. Wally smiled and said, no problem. I have a cooler right up here with regular and Diet Coke, water, and orange juice. Almost stuttering, the passenger said, I guess I'll have a Diet Coke. Wally handed the drink back and said, if you'd like to read something, I have the Wall Street Journal, Time, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. And as they were pulling away, Wally handed the passenger another card. These are the stations I get and the music they play if you'd like to listen to the radio. And if that wasn't enough, Wally said that the air conditioning was able to be controlled in the back. And if the temperature was good, that was great. If not, then go ahead and adjust or let him know. Then Wally advised of the best route and and destination for the best route to the destination for that time of day. And he also said to the passenger, I'd be happy to chat and tell you about some of the sites. Or if you prefer, I can leave you alone with your own thoughts. Finally, the passenger said, tell me, Wally, have you always served your customers like this? Wally smiled into the rearview mirror. No, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining like all the rest of the cabbies do. Then I heard a personal growth guy once on the radio. He had just written a book and said, if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. He said, stop complaining differentiate yourself from your competition. Don't be a duck, be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain. Eagles soar above the crowd, high in the sky. Wally said that hit me right between the eyes. It was like that guy on the radio was talking directly to me. I was always quacking and complaining, so I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around at all the other cabs and their drivers. The cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy. So I decided to make some changes. I put in a few at a time, and when my customers responded well, 
I did more. The passenger said, has that paid off for you? And Wally replied, it sure has. My first year as an Eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. And you were lucky to get me today because I very often don't sit at cab stands anymore. My customers call me to make appointments on my cell or leave a message on my machine. If I can't pick them up myself, I have a small group of reliable cabbie friends to do it. And I take a percentage of the action. Wally was really phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. And this passenger, after leaving that experience, over the years has told probably 50 other cab drivers about this idea. But he said only two of them have ever run with it. And whenever this guy, who was the passenger in this story, whenever he goes to the city where Wally is the cab driver, he gives him a call. Because the rest of the drivers quacked like ducks and told me all the reasons that they couldn't do what was suggested. But Wally, the cab driver, made a different choice. He decided to stop quacking and start soaring. And the end of that story is, which one are you? Well, I think that's a great question. Are you thinking that the day is going to be bad and you're going to just kind of go through it complaining about work and life and schedules and being busy and all that? Or are we going to change our heart and our attitude to say, yes, we want to soar like an eagle. We want to do our best work and accomplish what God is calling us to accomplish. I've read a lot of stories like this over the years in leadership and inspirational books. And one thing that always strikes me about this kind of creativity and entrepreneurialism is that Christians ought to be some of the first to do this. If prayer is your thing, then you need to be intentional with that. You need to go big and invest time praying for people, create systems that, that, that really allow you to invest and, and to communicate with God on those needs, to stand in the gap for people and do it well. If serving is your thing, then serve as much as you can and organize your life around the opportunities to give back, to help people, and to make a difference in that way. If leading is your strong suit, then find ways to lead. Don't just sit back and wait, but pull yourself in to offering the ways that you are able to lead and allow that to make a difference. If giving is a big thing to you, then make sure you are always using that gift and that desire and finding ways to make it intentional, to be an eagle in your giving or your leading or your serving or your praying. Romans 12, 6 through 8 says it this way. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. And if it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So it doesn't really matter what job you may have. You can take your job and your serving to the next level. And in that way, you will be a witness. Not every job has to be the knockdown, drag out, sort of big calling mission type job. A lot of jobs are just what they sound like, jobs. They pay the bills. They help us to, uh, to live life and to, to be faithful stewards. And at times, we can find meaning in our work in a lot of different ways. Other times, there are times in life that we have jobs and work that really do just provide a paycheck. And in those scenarios, don't be down on yourself. But do your best job serving the people that 
are above you and the people who are coming to you, the customers and the clients and all the different things. And here's the reason why. Because your actions alone can make a difference for the kingdom. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So we need to do our best work each and every day. We don't want to run around like ducks complaining and quacking. We want to be eagles soaring because God's strength is in us and we can be a witness just based on the good work that we do in our workplace and in other areas of life. And of course, finally here, we need to pray that the Holy Spirit would fill us and lead us because unless we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it's going to be difficult to live the kind of confident life that makes a difference in the kingdom the kind of Christian faith of following Christ in every aspect of our daily lives. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, that's going to fade into the background in the midst of busyness and schedules and everything else that we talk about filling up every time that we have. I was just telling the Harvest Band last night on our way home from leading worship for an event up north, and um, I was telling the, the group and riding in the van about my friend Bobby Davis, a really cool guy who is currently a pastor in central Illinois. I've known him for 20 years or so, and he has served on many harvest events, playing drums and bass and guitar. He's musically gifted and just a, a connector, a natural connector. But one time I picked him up for a week of camp. We met in Greenville, Illinois, and as we were loading up the van with his stuff from his car, I said, do you have everything? And he looked at me totally bright-eyed and confident and said, I have the Holy Spirit. And I laughed and he laughed. We jumped in the van and left. But I've always remembered that statement. I have the Holy Spirit. Well, it's especially burned in my mind because the first night at camp, he came to me and said, hey, can I borrow some toothpaste? I said, I guess if you're going to forget something, you might as well just forget the toothpaste as long as you have the Holy Spirit. And he, he laughed about that too. But if you haven't sought after God today, if you haven't had time to pray and read his word, if you haven't made the time to connect with Jesus and be filled anew with his grace, his word, his direction, and spirit, it is going to be difficult for you to be a person who soars like an eagle. That's my prayer for me and you today. I'm thankful that you're part of the podcast. I have just a couple quick announcements here before we end. Number one, the kids conference. We have two of those left for this season. I know I've mentioned it a couple times. If you are a children's ministry leader or a pastor or a parent in our region of central southern Illinois, we invite you to bring some first to fifth graders, grade school kids, to one of these remaining events. You can find out more at kidsconference.org. And if you're listening to this podcast at another time of the year, every spring we have these kids conferences around Illinois, and we would love to have your church be a part of it with us. Number two, we are inviting young adults to serve in summer ministry with Harvest this year. If you know of or if you are a ministry-minded young adult Christian musician, we'd love to connect, have you apply, and have you help us lead worship for children and youth ministry camps and events for about six weeks this summer. We've been doing this since 1996. There have been probably more than 350 team members who have served in ministry with Harvest And the best way to find out more is to visit harvestministryteams.com. And there's a Teams tab on the website. Or you can always send me a message. And again, 
if you're listening to this podcast at a time other than summer, um, we serve during the summer, but anytime during the school year, we are um, recruiting and inviting people to be a part of ministry with us. So thanks again. Blessings to you all. And I'll speak to you later.